Welcome to How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X. ePresence manages social media for organizations and independent professionals that desire to enhance and strengthen their personal e-brands through online social media profiles. I'm Mark Galvin, coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And every time I read that, it I run out of breath. So big, big, deep breath here. Here we go. So what is this show all about? On How's Your E-Presence, we talk about professional social media. For example, how can a professional business person leverage social media to help them better succeed? To answer these questions, we spend time sharing updates from the ePresence research team about changes or news that directly affects your ability to use professional social media channels more successfully. If you hear something you would like to know more about or would like to contribute to the dialogue, jump in on the conversation by sending me a direct message or tagging me in a tweet. My handle on Twitter is at ePresenceMG. That's at ePresenceM for Mark, G for Galvin. No dots, no dashes, no underscores. And if you are listening on, on the podcast and have a comment, feel free to shoot me a note on Twitter. That's at ePresenceMG. That's M for Mark, G for Galvin. So here on ePresence, we also spend time with a guest who will give us real-life examples on how they use social media effectively to help their business, or they may come to us with some, I don't know, real-life social media needs that we can help. This gives us a chance to introduce another voice to the conversation. And today's guest, I'm very excited to introduce you to, Ebony Carzo, who is the owner of of Scrumptious Cakery. Ebony, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing well, Mark. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. And I cannot believe I could not get scrumptious <laughs> cakery out. By the way, did you know that cakery is not officially a word? Yes, but maybe I should petition for it to be one. I think you should. I really do. So when I was typing up some of the content for today, uh, Microsoft Word said, uh-uh, cakery is not a word. <laughs> I thought, ah, it still describes what you do. By the way, e-presence is not technically a word either. So I think we're in the same camp here. So Ebony, you quit your corporate job to open a business in a field that you're not even passionate about. Nope. What's up with that? Well, my uh, mother used to make me get up early on Saturday mornings and stay up late Friday nights to help her with cakes. So I just swore I would never do baking ever in life. Yeah, so I w- came down to Georgia 16 years ago, went to college at Spelman, got left there, got a corporate job, got a master's degree. And then I said I worked for corporate for about six or seven years and said, you know what? I don't think this is the life for me. So I have to tell everyone here, Ebony is an um, overachiever. Yeah. (laughs) So Ebony and I met at the DeKalb Chamber of Commerce, and she is involved in everything. I've sat in a few committees with you, as a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. and your voice at the table is so valuable, and the insight you offer is so incredible that I just had to have you on the show because you do, your footprint is massive. You affect so many people around you. So I'm very impressed with the work that you do. And and here's, so you got an undergrad at Spelman and you stayed there for your master's? No, I went to University of Phoenix for my master's. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. So I see you were in a, a consulting firm and you worked through that. I'm going to read some things here that uh, really summarize because Ebony and I will keep talking all day just for yes, fun stuff will. here. Yeah. <laughs> After working in corporate America for six years, Ebony decided that in order to truly walk, In her passion of helping startups and small businesses to be successful, she needed a subject to subject herself to the emotional and physical joys and pains 
Was that your <laughs> truth? Of running a small business. At the age of 29, Ebony gave up her company car, gas card, health insurance, and steady income to start a social experiment in the, of the entrepreneur journey. By the way, of all of that, you probably wish you had that health insurance back. I'm just guessing. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through the same thing, of course, as an entrepreneur. So in January of, 19, of uh, 1918, of 2018, marked that marked Ebony's four-year anniversary of operating Scrumptious Cakery full-time. Scrumptious Cakery is an award, was awarded the Couples Choice Award as one of the best wedding cake bakeries in Atlanta in 2017 and in 2018. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Well done. She was also voted as the youngest board member to the DeKalb, Chamber, DeKalb County Chamber of Commerce and sits as Madam Chair to the Young Professionals Committee for the DeKalb Chamber also. She now has a wealth of knowledge and fire in her that she is sharing with entrepreneurs and with us today. So I am so appreciative of that. And you know what? Thank you for, for helping out the Young Professionals Committee because you, you're inspiring and you can help those young people along the way. So we, we truly appreciate that. So here at ePresence, uh, on, on how your, how's your ePresence, what we do is we talk a little bit about social media. So it looks like I've talked so long now. we got about seven minutes before we turn after we talk a little bit about social media and we start talking to Ebony about her business. And Ebony, jump in. As I go through this, you and I will banter back and forth and, and we'll discuss some of these great things that are going on. Now, the world of social media these days, it's rapid fire. It is almost like a machine gun of exciting things that are going on. And as we know, Facebook is dominating the news when our president is not banging out interesting <laughs> Twitter tweets, tweets on Twitter. Yeah. We all know that uh, that Mark Zuckerberg was out there on, was meeting with Congress last week or a week before last maybe. And he was talking about uh, what Facebook did with the privacy issues that happened, up, happened in Europe. But there's some irony that right now they're rolling out brand new security option, opt-ins in Europe because of something called the General Data Protection Regulation. And in the EU, they call that the GDPR. So the GDPR is rolling out and it starts on May 25. It gives Facebook users more control over their data. So what does that mean? That means every user, regardless of their location, will be asked to review their privacy options and accept or manage these new settings. So in the U.S., the great news is we benefit also. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to roll out the same thing here and ask you, Mr. or Mrs. Facebook user, do you want targeted ads based on your profiles regarding politics, religion, or relationship status? Yes, politics, religious affiliation, or your relationship status. And there's other little kernel here. And by the way, Ebony, this is really interesting. There's this little note that says, and on data collected by external partners. So do you know what external partners for Facebook means? No, what does that mean? Ah, this is great stuff. So have you ever been on an app on your phone and it says, hey, would you like to log into your app, create a user profile mm-hmm. using Facebook? Yes. Now, you and I had a conversation pre-show. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling you don't do that. No. <laughs> Why not? I opt out because I'm a huge uh, government conspiracy. So I don't like the government, Facebook, or anyone tracking anything that I do. Right. And what will happen is you're smart Mm -hmm. because that other app is a partner of Facebook and they'll collect data and they share it with Facebook. Now, here's what's kind of the cool part, especially if you advertise on Facebook, is we, we run advertising, we manage advertisements for our clients. 
And what we'll do is when you get into that algorithm where you're pushing ads, it will ask you if you would like to go to um, other external apps. So if you have a weather app and you've logged in using Facebook, well, the ad you drop on Facebook will show up in this other app. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't realize it's coming from Facebook, but here's what's, here's what's interesting. The data shows when you run these ads that for us, over 60% of the views have been on partner apps. So from an advertising advertiser's perspective, that's a good thing. And, and here's, the, here's the positive side of, of this, share, this data sharing. If I'm interested in, here's an example. We have a client. They're the Dunwoody Urgent Care. These are folks that the old quote-unquote doc in a box up in Dunwoody. They would like to reach people in the perimeter mall area went to let them know, hey, we're here and we can help you, especially those young professionals that don't necessarily have a doctor already. Mm -hmm. Well, we can go into Facebook and we can target them and say, hey, did you know there's a, essentially, it's, it's going to be a little more interesting than this. But anyway, did you know there's a doc in the box up in Dunwoody? Mm -hmm. And it will show in their feed. Now, that can be pretty helpful because if you were in Dunwoody and you needed a doctor and you're coming down with, uh, as my son just called me today and said he has a, a sinus infection in college, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a doctor, then if it's showing up in your feed, you may, huh, you may go have to check these people out. And that could be helpful. That's, I think, it, a good side of advertising, right? Yes. For, I got her to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> However, yes, for business, I think that is really, really good. But as business owners, we have to also take a step back and remember that we are humans. Right. Um, and point. so we have to kind of look at it from both perspectives. And so... Um, one thing that I realized last month, I went to North Georgia um, and stayed in an Airbnb up there. And Love Airbnb, by the yes, way. and um, I logged into Facebook. I'm just by the lake relaxing. Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, Facebook is giving me recommendations on Starbucks, bookstores, and right everything in my Facebook app. Yeah, it kind of freaks you out, did it? <laughs> totally. I went yeah. in there so fast and researched how to change my privacy privacy settings right. because that's just ridiculous in my opinion. It is. It, it is in some settings, right? And if that bothers you, then yeah, turn that off. Mm -hmm. There are some users that are like, oh, that's awesome. I was looking for a Starbucks that was up here. And they'll they'll appreciate that. And here's what's great. That's why the opt-in feature is there. It allows the people that are concerned about that to really turn that off and and control that. Now, there's a challenge here. And here and and it simply is this. This little feature is going to pop up on your screen. And when it does, take your time with it. Because what I've heard, and I have not seen this on my screen yet, what I've heard is that it go, it'll go through a couple of slides and then there's this little bitty fine print button on there mm -hmm. that really lets you make a difference. So I recommend go slow, look for that little, bu that little button. Now, here's something else that's going to come up. They're going to come in. They're going to ask you if you want to opt into facial recognition. Now, this is this is absolutely fascinating to me. I think facial recognition because I'm a I'm a geek. I like all the technology stuff. I do too. I, yeah, I think it'd be cool to you know. And I've seen all these sci-fi thriller shows mm -hmm. out there where if there's a bad person out there that just robbed a bank and they're walking down the street and you know all these alarms go off. I, New York City's doing this. I hear. They can find these people quickly, but there's the whole privacy concern here, mm -hmm. right? Now, Facebook is going to give us the option to opt in or opt out of that. You can do it right on your phone today if you want to turn that off. Just go to Facebook and look up help on facial recognition. They'll, have to, they'll tell you how to turn that off. But here's what's interesting about the facial recognition piece. The concerns are hackers 
will be able to hack your your biometrics eventually yeah. and could re, you know quote unquote could remake them that's that scares me right mm-hmm. so someone could copy my face I mean, that actually sounds kind of odd but it's it's possible because our face is to a computer is a bunch of data points and mm-hmm. if they could represent that then they could go to another login on my computer say with that but what bothers me i've got three kids i it really worries me that one day a young person could sit at a computer and the computer says, oh, you're a child and do whatever it does with that data. And then if that data is hacked, people could see, predators could see, oh, there's a child on the computer on in such and such a location if that, if that young person did not know how to turn that off. So these are some of those concerns that are out there about facial recognition. And see, what we need, Mark, is for uh, businesses and this is a startup business idea as well for some right. folks out there in the tech field, because as much as I don't like it and I don't want to move towards facial recognition, thumbprint and all those things, the world is moving towards that. It and is. so we need businesses yeah. to stay in tow in tow with these, uh, you know, creators of these type of applications. Hold, to them, be- hold them accountable. Hold them accountable. Exactly. But not only that, create the technology that's going to create security behind those because security at the end of the day is what it all falls down to. But if we're moving in that direction, there's nothing we're going to be able to do about it. For instance, my 80 year old grandmother is now using an iPhone and she just wore that thing off for the last five years, but her home phone doesn't work anymore. So she has to use some type of cell phone. Yep. I get that. This is, I think what we're doing today is helping people there's, it's hard for me to understand some of the struggles people have with software, because to me, I I consider myself a professional user. Play with that as you may. But uh, (laughs) I I consider myself a professional user. I understand and appreciate the things that software can do and try to leverage that software to, to do some cool things. So I'll go in and I'll play around with things to figure out, okay, how do those security settings work? And how can I find this? And I just do that because I find it quite frankly, entertaining. But if you're worried about security settings and you want to know how to do something different on Facebook, if you're looking for those steps that you need to address, Dr. Google, professional Google, Google can help you. Go on there, search out what settings they uh, that someone recommends. And Wired Magazine does a lot of good work on this. There are some, there are some interesting people out there that are helping all of us understand what steps to take. So go out there and do some search. It'll help you see what uh, what we need to change and what you should change. Well, we are at 3.15. So that's I did that well. That was a good break. We're going to pivot. Now, this is going to be fun. All right, here comes the white hot spotlight right here on Ebony. So Ebony uses so much in social media that she's a perfect person to bring in here to talk about how to use social media in business. So here's how well Ebony's doing. <laughs> she's got her phone in front of us and she is live broadcasting this on mm-hmm. what what app are you using? I'm on Instagram right now. So she's doing a live video. I got to tell you a funny thing about Instagram. <laughs> so my daughter and her friends will will jump on Instagram, of course. They're in college, freshman in college. And uh, there was a, they just, one of her friends started live broadcasting on Instagram. And so, oh, it's cool. And I, I opened it up being a total social media nerd. <laughs> and there is my daughter and her friend in the back of a truck going somewhere. And I'm thinking, oh my God, no seatbelts. But that's, and her friend says, oh my God, your dad is watching. And immediately it stopped. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's my niece. She does uh, that all the time. I just love that. So talk about what you do in your business using social media and how you leverage that. 
Um, so in the last two years, I put a big push behind my social media presence because I do realize, just like the example I gave of my grandmother, I realized that in business, if you want to uh, g- gain more customers, you're going to have to go ahead and start being more present on social media. Right. Gone are there days where you can just get by with cold calls and showing up at places, knocking on doors and things like that. And by we- the way, that was no fun. No fun at all. Trust me, I did six years of that. Oh, my goodness. However, even though that is necessary, we have to be where the millennials are going to be because the millennials are going to be our new customers. So where are they at and how do we reach them? Brilliant. Absolutely. And there's there's something else for you entrepreneurs, business owners that are out there listening. You need to be relevant. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about that at Eddie Presence. You've got to be to be connected today and to be considered some an organization that is forward thinking at the very least you need to be on social media posting basic stuff mm-hmm. now you all the stuff you do is 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 on steroids <laughs> uh, we were sitting at a at a luncheon as a matter of fact and we had a colleague or a a, a peer of ours at uh, on the decab chamber and she was talking about her Instagram account mm-hmm. and you know what should i tag and so on. you jumped in and say this is what you need to do and, and you get this mm-hmm. so uh, what's nice is that you share a lot of the uh, a lot of your knowledge, and and people can come into the cab chamber and join up in some of those events that we do, and meet you and talk to you right at the cab chamber, can't yep, they? Yes. Yeah. I'm everywhere. So, what platform do you use the most? So I use Instagram the most, um, just because for me it's the most user friendly. I have mm-hmm. the most followers on there. Um, and the most interaction with my followers. So I choose to use that platform over the others, but I still post to Facebook, sometimes LinkedIn, and I'm researching Snapchat right now. Twitter, yes. All right, so we got to talk about Snapchat because Mm -hmm. I've seen, uh, I've seen them doing a better job now Mm -hmm. of advertising in stories. And and we have not advertised on Snapchat. So I do want to talk to you about that. When you get that rolling, you know, how does that work? Because the demographic on Snapchat mm-hmm. is the really young people, yes. right? The millennials. So that's that's very smart. So let me step in here. So this yep. is the book um, that I'm reading right now. It's called Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, Gary V. So I follow everything that Gary V does and I try to implement as much. So when you say my social media is on uh, steroids, it's right. because I consume him. And so the chapter I'm on right now is on Snapchat and some of his philosophies about it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Right. So uh, um, one of the, my biggest pet peeves right now when I talk to people, especially in an older generation like baby boomers who say they don't have time for Facebook or Instagram and things like that. I always tell them, you know, you have to make time for it. If you make time for everything else, this is a necessity. And if you want your business to grow, you have to. One of the easiest things to get content is you don't have to create original content. And people think that, oh, I have to come up with some content calendar and create this great thing so it can go viral. I document my story and my journey. That's Mm -hmm. how I get customers. People come in, they're bought into my story. They're bought into the things that I do on a daily basis. So right before I came here, I was 15 minutes early. There's a Sam's Club down the street. I said, hey, let me run the Sam's Club. So I quickly did a... um, a live snap or Insta story and said, hey, I have 10 minutes. Can I do it real quick? I ran into Sam's Club, ran out, and it was like record time. So it's documenting those things that get your uh, followers bought into your story. And then in turn, they turn into customers. So I'm speaking to all you people out there that are listening to us and saying, I'm never going to do that. So by the way, that's what we do. 
at ePresence, we help people who don't have the time, don't have the desire, don't have the know-how to do everything that Ebony's talking about. Now, what Ebony's doing is, is a, is a top-level type service, and we can do that for you if you want that type of service, uh, or we can just help get you active because Ebony, it's, it, you're a natural at it. You think, you're constantly thinking mm-hmm. about this, and you've trained, your, trained yourself. And somebody that's, that's stepping into the social media world and the business side now, they're, gonna, they're probably going to find it a little daunting. So I always say, just take one step and step in. And just it's, a, it's like a million-mile journey. You start off with one step. Mm-hmm. There's something else that you do that I talk a lot about. And uh, in, all my, in all my speeches, I bring this up. Social media is social. It is, there's an adjective, it's media, it's social media. And that word social means you need to interact with your, your audience. It's a personal thing. Mm -hmm. You're adding a personal touch to your business elements, the things that you're doing on the business side, because your audience is going to interact with that. And that's brilliant. That is anybody out there. There's this whole question for, uh, for a lot of my clients of, how much personal should I put out there? And and I urge them as much as you feel comfortable with. Well, and here's the thing. A lot of people are scared and nervous about putting themselves out there. And right. hey, I was there a year ago. I'm still getting used to lives. I don't do lives nearly as much as I should, but I'm still not comfortable with being that vulnerable in front of so many people. I have over 2,000 followers on Instagram. So when I go live, there's no telling how many people are going to log in. And I'm a perfectionist, like you said, an overachiever. So I feel like I have to get it right on the first time. But social media is not about being perfect. It's just about being real. Exactly. And that's what people want to see. Oh my gosh, you're so good at this. So... that's why people like the live videos mm-hmm. is because they are real. They, you know, if the, if the screen's a little herky jerky and maybe it's not quite straight and the lighting's not good, they need to make sure they can hear you. Sound is everything. But mm-hmm. that is something that we, we do appreciate today. We like the real person. So you've got to get over that and just, and just start rolling. Talking about live video, this is important. It is so easy to do a live video as you are doing now. Mm-hmm. And I'm in Rotary of Brookhaven and we have uh, the beginning of our, uh, each of our meetings. We have a Rotarian get up, talk about what's important to them. And yesterday I, start, I sat down, I said, we're going to, we're going to live broadcast this. And so I talked to the guy, major, uh, you know, he's definitely not in the mainstream of, <laughs> of social media, but he was great. And I said, I'm going to stand in front of you. I'm just going to, and I'm going to video it. I said, don't be live. So that's awesome. there is, don't, don't ask me to fix it. There's no fixing it. <laughs> that's awesome. Be, you know, but just, just do what you do. And it reaches a larger audience because Facebook and Instagram and any place that you're doing live video, by the way, LinkedIn has a live video option also. Oh, do they? Oh yeah, they, they do. They're going to serve that up. They want live Because live that's video. what the people want. I mean, think exactly. about why all these shows on TV go so viral, um, like Housewives of Atlanta, things like that, because Bingo. it's yep. so-called showing the real life of people. And so people buy into those type of things. So you're doing the same type of thing, the same concept, but right. it's your story. It's your TV show when you're doing it on social media. Spot on. Absolutely. There's even produced television. I've seen television series that now the camera mm-hmm. is moving around. Yep. They're using uh, iPhones and stuff like that. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So, and so we are getting more and more used to that. Okay. So what do we have? Time check here. 326. This is good. 
if that clock is right. Actually, Mike always tells me that clock is about 20 minutes fast. We have to 20 minutes left, <laughs> right, Mike? Yeah, he's shaking his head over there. That's good. So here's what I want to do. I want to wrap up with a question that I, um, that you and your expertise, you're going to be great at this. What should an organization do today if they're not on social media? What should they start doing now? And you've talked a little bit about this today, but so let's, 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 you know, a little role play here almost. So I'm a brand new, you meet me and I say, what would I, what should I do to get on the social media? What would you tell me to do? This is what I tell everyone to do. Go ahead and download whatever platform you're going to be comfortable with. So Instagram, Facebook, it doesn't matter. Only thing I want you to do is commit to posting one time a day. And with technology now, especially with Instagram, you can post to Instagram and it will go, it will also post to Twitter and Facebook simultaneously. So now you've knocked out three platforms. Just like that. But I want you to do it first thing in the morning. There's two opportunities. When you first get up and you grab your phone to shut off the alarm and then whatever else you do with your phone at that point, check your emails. I want you to make one post. It can be about anything. You can repost someone else's information. It doesn't matter. Or when you go and sit on the toilet, instead of grabbing the newspaper, hold on, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> grab your phone and make your post. So you oh, have two opportunities of downtime first thing in the morning okay. where you can make your post and you're done for the day and you don't have to do anything else. So something like that is as I read the uh, Wall Street Journal every day after I work out. So I get up at five, I work out and I read the Wall Street Journal on my iPad. Mm-hmm. And if I see something on the Wall Street Journal that's related to my field, I immediately drop it on there. It is, uh, it is quite frankly, really easy to do. And say something pithy about what you're posting. Say mm-hmm. something that is, that's current that will let people know why they should take a look at it. Uh, I think that's great. The one thing I urge anyone that's about to step on the social media is look for the platform where your audience is. Mm-hmm. So think about, okay, my audience is, you know, for, for us, most of the people that will purchase our services are going to be probably a little, probably uh, north of 40. Mm-hmm. Um, although we have lots of 30-year-olds that come to us and say, I, I get social media, I just don't want to do it. So they understand the value. But those people that are a little more established in larger organizations are the folks that hire us. And we ask them, who do you try to speak to? Who is your audience? And then if you, you go on to look at Pew Research's website, and they'll tell you where those demographics yep. are. So you don't have to, you don't have to do a lot of work to get this done. All right. So has there, what haven't I asked you? What is it that I need to know about Ebony? Is there anything else that there? I think I know? I think we've talked a lot about things, but if there's something else that I should have asked you about social media, what is it? Is it is there anything? No, um, I just, I do a lot of consulting for startup businesses. Oh, good. And this is one of the things that we do cover um, because it is very important. Most companies that come into me, they don't, post at all or they don't have social media accounts. So that is with my business consulting side, that's one of the things that we do focus on. But I don't do any type of management because it's hard enough to manage my own. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. So uh, wait a minute, do do cupcakes come with consulting services? Uh, That would be a negative. (laughs) Um, That's where you can go to scrumptiouscakery.com. I've had some good cupcakes. They're fantastic. <laughs> well, all right. So speaking of that, where can people find you? Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter at scakery. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at scrumptiouscakery or uh, scrumptiouscakery.com. Outstanding. Well, thank you for being here today. It was awesome. This, this is was, fun. I'm glad you liked it. I may have you have to have you come back again. And, you know, I think we should do a show on wine. 
I'm just Ooh, saying. Yes. I, I think that that would be the next time. We can do it at eight o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. Everybody in the room is thinking that's I a great idea. I am definitely down for that. Yeah. Maybe we can get the hotel here to sponsor that. We'll have to talk <laughs> about that. So, uh, so it, what about finding us? Let's let's talk a little about that because I definitely want people to find ePresence. So when you want to find ePresence, just hit the web and search for ePresence. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook or follow us on LinkedIn or Twitter. You can find us using the handle ePresenceME. That's ePresenceMe because it's all about you. We are always sharing tips and thoughts about how to better harness your professional social media. Don't forget, you can also find us on our website at ePresence.me. And that's epresence.me because it's all about you. Well, thank you for joining us today on How's Your ePresence. Don't forget, we broadcast live on the third Thursday of each month at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Or just remember, the third Thursday at 3. But you can listen to any of our shows 24-7 by going to businessradiox.com. Select the Gwinnett Studio and then click on How's Your ePresence. Our logo will be down there somewhere. And you can also find us on iTunes. Remember, also, I'm featured on Lens on Business. It's a business radio show that airs on the Atlanta area WSB Radio 95.5 on Saturdays at 6. Now, this weekend, they're moving the show up, and I don't know the time, but they're interviewing Greg McGarity, who's the uh, the athletic director before Georgia's quote-unquote G-Day game. So they'll, their big scrimmage will be, uh, will be this weekend, and Lens on Business is going to interview Greg. Why am I bringing that up? They're going to ask him some social media questions that I submitted. <laughs> so pretty excited about that. Uh, you can also find their past shows and interviews on their sound, SoundCloud channel. Uh, and that is Lens, L-E-N-Z on business. But of course, we prefer for you to listen to our shows here on Business Radio X. For more about ePresence, you can find us at ePresence.me. That's ePresence.me because it's all about you. You can also find us on any social media platform using the handle ePresenceMe. No dot, no dashes, or anything there. And until next time, for our guest, Ebony, and I'm Mark Galvin. This has been How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X. 